It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It is great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And as always, we got a lot of ground to cover on the fastest 60 minutes of radio as we actually attempt to slow things down, divide the rage from the reason, elevate the conversation, connect the dots, and help you make the news make sense today. And uh, we're going to get right into it. We have so much to cover as we spoke with uh, Dave and Debbie uh, just a few moments ago. Uh, about uh, the uh, piece that I posted yesterday on the 55-day moonshot challenge, 55 days between now and Labor Day, and challenging everyone to decide what they are willing to do uh, to help ensure that our kids can go back to school, that we can protect the elderly and the most vulnerable, that we can keep the economy open and going. Uh, and everyone doing their part. And it's not about debating science, or which is settled or unsettled. Uh, one of the uh, quotes we've been using from uh, John F. Kennedy from his moonshot speech is that we do not know all the benefit of what we are going to attempt to do in sending a man to the moon. So he recognized that, hey, we don't know how helpful or hurtful this is going to be, uh, but we're going to do it. And we're going to step forward and come together. So uh, I encourage you to continue to engage and be part of this 55-day moonshot challenge. Let Utah show the nation how you come together, how we sacrifice, how we get things done, and how we move forward, most importantly, in a positive way. So we'll continue to cover that as we uh, move along today. But I'm very excited to have joining us now Erica Evans from the Deseret News. Uh, Erica is a brilliant writer and a great thinker, uh, and she has a, a piece that we've put up on our Facebook page on Deseret.com, uh, and the title in and of itself uh, should cause you to lean in just a little bit, uh, Can People Be Converted Out of Racism? And uh, Erica, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Boyd. Uh, this piece you put together is just absolutely brilliant and uh, so timely in terms of many of the challenges, the unrest we're facing in the nation right now prejudiced, biased, uh, or, you know, uh, unbiased, all of those things are, are just floating. Uh, but you really did a, a deep dive on this. And uh, I want you to give us just a, a little setup. Uh, you came in contact with Daryl Davis from Washington, D.C., who is doing what he can in a really unique way. Tell us about it. Yeah. So this question that I was trying to answer was, is it possible to change the mind of a racist? And uh, one man I talked to in particular was a really incredible example of this. Like you mentioned, his name's Daryl Davis. Um, he's a musician, and he's black, and he's personally helped more than 200 people leave the KKK or other white supremacist groups. He even has a collection of their old robes and memorabilia that he hopes to turn into a museum one day. And, and the way that he went about influencing, influencing these people was through his friendship. Mm. 
I absolutely love that. In fact, uh, I love the fact that on your article, uh, Erica, you also included a video. And so we actually get to hear a little bit from Daryl. And I've got some of that sound. I'm going to have uh, Kellyanne play that for us. And I want you to respond. How can you hate me when you don't even know me? He's been trying to answer that question ever since. He went to the people he knew hated him the most. Members of the Ku Klux Klan, white nationalists, and neo-Nazis. I had never gone in with the intention of changing anybody or even becoming their friend. You and I have both heard a tiger doesn't change his stripes, a leopard doesn't change his spots. So why would I think that a Klansman would change his robe and hood? But there is the opportunity to plant a seed and it requires a lot of water, a lot of nurturing that seed to make it grow. Uh, I, I just love that. And I, and I love the fact, uh, Erica, that you start this with, you always start with the question, which I, I just love. More of us need to do that. The question I was trying to answer, uh, tell us what else did you learn from Daryl uh, in his approach in using friendship uh, as a way, uh, as you mentioned, 200 people uh, leaving uh, the KKK or, or other white supremacist group. I mean, that's an extraordinary number. Yeah, and like Daryl said in that clip, it didn't start out as like a mission to change all these people. It really started from a personal sense of curiosity for him. Uh, but along the way, I think he's developed a process or seen different things that work um, in changing people and having them turn away from hateful views. I think the first step is you reach out and you start a conversation. Uh, the second step is you listen to them. And uh, once you're listening to them, um, number three, you can connect over what you have in common, which is a key part of building trust. Um, in Daryl's case, he's a professional pianist, so he often uses music as a way to connect with people. Um, and then number four, you need to recognize the humanity in everyone, even people who seem really vile or hateful. They're still human with feelings, pains, hopes, and desires, and it's incredible that Daryl's able to recognize that. Um, and conversely, um, when he expresses his beliefs, he shows his own humanity, and he shows how racism has affected him personally in his childhood and in his life. Um, and uh, lastly, I think the thing that Daryl is an amazing example of is just patience, because these people don't usually change their opinions overnight. Some of the people that Daryl has talked to have taken years to abandon their extremist ways. Um, and it's taken multiple conversations. It's absolutely not an easy thing to do uh, to change someone's mind. Um, but Daryl's been able to do that. Yeah, it, it's so inspiring to see that. And, and I love where he comes from, uh, you know, at, taking on the skeptics who will say, oh, a leopard can't change his spots. And, and he, he says, well, I'm, you know, I'm dealing with people, not leopards, so let's let's do the real part there. Uh, but he also took something that I, I once heard the Dalai Lama say. Uh, Arthur Brooks, a uh, good friend, uh, asked the Dalai Lama, "How how do we get rid of contempt and hate?" And and his answer was warm heartedness, kindness, friendship. Uh, and so those are the uh, the interesting things there, uh, Erica. I, I want you to. Uh, to weigh in this this piece, uh, as with most of your pieces, they're they're so deep and they're so layered. Uh, it's really just a pleasant read. Anyone looking for a read today, this is this one will make you think, it will make you feel, and I think it will make you act different. Um, as you go through this kind of story, there's always like twists and turns. Uh, what surprised you in this story that maybe you ended up going a place maybe you weren't anticipating? Well, I think 
maybe the biggest surprise is that it's the kindness that has the biggest influence on a person. Um, you know, it's not this aggressive denouncement. It's not mm. violent or strongly worded social media posts that <laughs> right. gets someone to abandon racism. It's really friendship and connecting on a deep personal level with people who are different than you. Um, and in some ways that's obvious, in some ways that's not obvious. Um, and, and that's a, a theme that I heard over and over again. I talked to a number of former white supremacists for this story about what changed them. And it was these acts of kindness over time and, and people who showed a genuine interest in their life and in their welfare. Still applies. Uh, just about 30 seconds left, uh, Erica. There, there was one description of uh, of Daryl's home, and he, he sort of has his own version of a of a trophy room. Tell us about that. Yeah, Daryl's home is unique. He has all these pictures with a former white supremacist. He has framed news, newspaper articles of him meeting with KKK leaders. He has a closet full of robes and hoods. Um, it's really unique, and he does hope to turn some of these things into a museum one day. Uh, that's fantastic. Uh, Erica, I always appreciate your your insight. Uh, great thinking, great writing. Uh, everyone, you can check out Erica's piece uh, either on uh, our website. we got a link to it there uh, on our Facebook page, and then also you can go to Deseret.com. Uh, can people be converted out of racism? Uh, Erica Evans, thanks so much. Great work, great piece. Thanks so much. All right, again, that's Erica Evans. Uh, if you really want to... Th- piece to think about and feel about and do something about today. Uh, remember, we, we uh, a while back, we talked about uh, a challenge, a simple challenge of in the last six months, have you had a meal or a Zoom meeting <laughs> with someone who is different than you, someone who thinks different, looks different, acts different, lives different? Uh, just as Erica was saying, this is this is how we actually get to the real solution starting in our own neighborhoods and communities Uh, So we'll reissue that challenge again today that uh, if you haven't over the last six months, uh, I know with social distancing, a meal together is a little harder than normal, uh, but have that as a mindset. If I had a conversation with somebody who thinks different, looks different, or lives different than I do, uh, if you do, as Erica uh, very brilliantly uh, reports out, Amazing things happen. Extraordinary things happen. Give it a chance. Give it a choice today. All right, we're going to step aside when we come back tomorrow's tax day. Hate to tell you, but good news for you. Heather Kelly's going to join us to help us with our finances coming up next. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything it was violent it was senseless and i will never understand it i will never accept it i'm amy donaldson and unfortunately we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives but what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt in a new podcast the letter we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story the struggle to reclaim lives the realities of grief and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.